Hey, this is Kyle from the Longbox Cast. I'm sure you've heard my co-host Steve talk about Revenge Lover designs a million times. But now I'm going to mention it for the one millionth and one time, so stick with me here. If you need a really kick-ass logo, but you don't want to ask your neighbor's kid because you know he's going to do it on PowerPoint or Microsoft Word, then go to revengelover.com and tell her Kyle from the Longbox Cast sent you. I guarantee you she'll use Photoshop or Illustrator, one of the professional design programs that graphic designers are supposed to be doing. Seriously, who the hell uses PowerPoint? Greetings, fellow humans. This is Pat Callahan uh, from All White Tukey. You're listening to another great podcast on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Yeah. Welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. Of course, I am your host, Steve-O, along with my co-host... I'm Anna. And yes, we are back this whole week with a brand new episode for you kiddos. Of course, I know what you're thinking. You're like, where can we find you guys? Because we can't find you guys. I don't know where you are. Well, you can find us on 4iradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Player FM, and Podcast Directory. Of course, we're brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com and don't forget to go to amazon.com you can go to the sasquatch.net or you can go to rk-bros.com or you can go to her majesty's secret pod or you could go to the longboxcast.com click on the amazon banner and shop like you normally do we'll get a little taste if you do now, of course, before we jump into the show and everything that's great and golden this week, uh, let's find out what everyone's been up to this week. Anna, what did you do this week? I saw a horror movie. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> I know it's a huge shocker, especially for this podcast. Well, what you should have said is we saw a new horror movie. Yes, we um, saw a recent horror movie that's currently in theaters. Yes. So. Um, but other than that, what, how has your week been so far? I know you had a three-day weekend. I did. It actually wasn't too bad. I hung out with my family for a bit. Um, ate really well. Hmm. And because uh, apparently I know someone who is a very good cook and getting better. Um, and no, like I'm not referring that to me because I'm starving. <laughs> and well, obviously I'm not referring to me because I still am mediocre at best at cooking, which is rather tragic. Um. Maybe that should have been my New Year's resolution is to get better at cooking. Anyways. Well, I, you know what? I don't really put it against you because, like, you don't live too far from a Taco Bell, so. A Taco Bell, a Walgreens, a KFC, a, uh, let's see what else is around me, El Pollo Loco. There's also a Burger King that's not too far from me. And there's a Popeye's. So, yeah. I have a lot of choices. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I usually say Taco Bell because Taco Bell is, like, 
I don't know why. Taco Bell is like still seems to me to be the cheapest. Yeah. Like food, but it's still good. I mean, it's not good for you. It's it's delicious though. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, weirdly enough, it's more palatable than McDonald's. Mm. So, which I think is the only other thing that could possibly rival Taco Bell in cheapness if you're ordering from the dollar menu. Yeah, but, but actually, I think you probably get more food with Taco Bell though. You do. You really do. Um, okay, so anything else did you do this exciting weekend? Um, unless you're hinting at something, I can't no, remember. No, no, I just okay. didn't know if you did anything fun or exciting or new or some of that. Basically, bring the fans into the world, let them know what you did, you know, if you have anything uh, that you're... Oh, I went and saw a show. That's right. We both actually saw the same show because a guy on our network, you guys might know him. And as, I got uh, to meet Drake and Will Wheaton. It was great. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, so speaking of Drake, yeah, Renfro, uh, he played his show on Saturday, which is really cool. Uh, if you follow me on Facebook, you probably saw the pictures I posted of Matthew rocking out with his band Halfo. Um, oh, that's their name? I didn't know the name, the name of the band. band. Yeah, he's been in a lot of different bands, but yeah, no, he, he gets into it, kids. Like, you have to see him play. I'm uh, kind of hoping, like, people got some, I think people got some videos of it, so hopefully he'll post those up soon for people to see some of that, but that guy, uh, that guy just... That guy just knows how to do showmanship. Yeah, that like I told you whenever we were at the show, like that's one of the few bands that I've seen that they actually like. It's rare that you see a band that enjoys playing it so much that their happiness and just playing just kind of leaks out to the rest of the the audience. And it was so much fun just to watch them play because they're like jumping around the stage, having fun, like. Matthew was headbanging, and it was just a lot of fun to watch. So yeah, so they're and they're a good band. They're yeah, really no, they're good. fun. Yeah, it sucks though because they only do like so they only do like reunion kind of show stuff because I know everybody's got lives and all that kind of stuff. But who needs a life? Apparently, I do because I have way too many podcasts. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, uh, what about you? How was your week? Well, I was really waiting for that. Usually, you never ask me. Was that true? We can actually people can go back and see. I asked done. you last week. I yeah, know that. That was probably like the first time. Bullshit. Every single time I, I always call have to bullshit. go. Oh, Steve, how are you? Yeah, oh, people, I'm you should should go back they through, won't. listen to our podcasts, and then write us. Okay. At, put, no, 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 no. I'll put it this way. Write before, us on the Facebook page and tell us which episodes I did ask. No, 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 not the Facebook page. You can also write us emails. You know the email, right? Uh, not another horrorcast at gmail.com. There you go. What we're going to try to do, kids, is if you want to write in your stories or anything that you want to talk about, such as, you know, spooky experiences or UFO things. experiences, yeah, any kind of sci-fi, weird kind of, you know, paranormal activity or anything kind of like that you want to write in. I saw a hamster once, you know. Uh, we'll go through and we'll read people's stories. We're trying to make like a story, you know, thing of the week. Not only are we trying to talk about horror news and horror movie news, but I also want to talk about like eerie news is one of the things we talked about where we find different stories and articles. Like last week, I found the thing with the suicide deer uh, signs um, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, we're really just trying to make this podcast a little bit more not just so hard driven going with horror movies, which we do enjoy and stuff of like that, but just, you know, all around just uh, kind of just fun and you know, different stuff like that, and maybe just, like, even spooky stories. Like, maybe we'll do one where we'll just do a whole cast of just uh, people who wrote in and just do, like, uh, you know, turn down the lights, everybody, and listen to the creepy stories. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But what did I do this week? Of course, I went to a show, uh, Matthew's show. Um, I did some gaming, had a three-day weekend because we got the Martin Luther King Day off, so that was nice from work. I've uh, been doing a lot and a lot and a lot of cooking because um, I'm doing that New Year's resolution. Uh, trying to you know do the workout schedule stuff as well. Um, 
something and else. And also you did. taught me how to play Borderlands 2. Yes, Borderlands 2. We were gaming on that. Which uh, is actually my first time like in a hardcore gaming session because I, I do not game. I am not a gamer, and I think that you have now gotten me addicted to gaming because that was a lot of fun, and I really want to go and play that again right um, now. What else did I do? Oh, I went to... So, being an adult, I'm finally doing, and I shouldn't say, like, I've been an adult for a while, but having my own being place. adulting. Yeah, doing adulting stuff, basically. I had to go out and pick up some stuff, because I noticed when I started cooking, there's still some things I don't own. So, I had to go out and get a thing for my garlic. Uh, uh, garlic press. There we the, go, garlic uh, press. And then I got a new um, kind of casserole dish, because I never had a casserole dish. So, trying to do more. In fact, actually, tonight, when you guys listen to this, I've already, I've been probably having leftovers, but I'm making a uh, pork tenderloin, uh, teriyaki flavor. Going to do some stuff with that, so... We'll see how it comes out. Of course, if you guys follow me on Instagram and all that stuff, I've been posting a lot of the food that I put. The thing I put together, the one so far that I want to do again and again, is the uh, teriyaki chicken tacos. Um, Yeah, those are incredible. Actually, I want to say this. If I do get really good at cooking, I actually want to put on our... Not not a, another B Horrorcast YouTube channel because we don't have one of those yet. But hopefully implementing more YouTube channels. I want to try to do that this year. But I actually thought of doing a cooking with Christopher Walken. Oh, that would be where awesome. I would sit there and do my Walken impersonation and be like, "Okay, so you're making some teriyaki chicken tacos. Yum, delicious. Here we go. Uh, you know, try to <laughs> any of the uh, ingredients that you don't know. Here's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, what the hell is oregano? <laughs> How about oregano no. in my teriyaki chicken tacos? That's pasta. It's crazy. It's weird. It's John Travolta. What are you doing here? I don't know. It's so weird. I was here. <laughs> I was just trying to, you know, <laughs> doing that meme where people keep posting me where I look around and I have no idea what's going on. It's so weird, Mr. Carter. Get the fuck out. You're weird. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, I've been doing that and then the working out. So I am sticking to a lot of my New Year's resolutions. Oh, and going out more, like I said I was going to do. I've gone out twice this, you know, past two weekends. And like I said, I was, I'm was i not trying to be like, i got to go out every night and be like, woo! I mean, just like, Well, technically, you kind of went out three times because you went and saw a movie and you went to the show and last week you did something. Yeah, no, I mean, but I am, I am going out more. And, of course, a lot of horror films, uh, I, I figure that'll probably wrap up what we've done this week. Um, before we jump into anything like that, I actually thought about an idea because we since so we just saw a horror movie, and I'm not going to bury the lead on the horror movie we saw. We saw The Forest. So we will have some spoilers in here, and we will drop the spoiler warning like we usually do when we start to talk about the movie. We're trying to do reviews a little bit different. Again, like I said, we're trying to tweak things, see what's good, what's bad. But what I want to talk about is I totally forgot. There was a lot of horror um, previews. Yeah. Uh, for movies that are coming out. Um, one of them was a movie that they released the trailer, but I didn't watch it online. Um, I finally posted it yesterday after seeing it in theater, but The the Witch. Yeah. Or The Witches. I forget what it's called. It's The Witch. Or The, the Witch or something. The vi- well, how they I have it spelled, witch, is, it looks like The Witch. I love that. I'm The Witch. I'm a German. <laughs> I try to do stuff with the German people. What are you doing? Is your God Jewish? Uh, um, <laughs> I know, I don't care. Uh, I'm German, so I'm allowed to do that. Um, well, I am too, but, you know. I too soon? Know. Um, yes. 
but yeah, so saw that looks looks really good. Looks really it looks like one of those movies that are just gonna. I don't know if it's gonna be like a great great movie of like storytelling stuff like that. I think it's gonna be more of those movies that is kind of like an indie horror film that gets a lot of press. It probably has a lot of stuff that hasn't been done in horror movies yet. And it's just gonna be one of those movies that kind of like you know just had some like fucked up scenes. Yeah, in it, it looks really dark, especially yeah. because The Forest is a PG thirteen movie, and it, and The Witch is gonna be rated R. <laughs> Thought that was interesting that they mixed in so many rated R movies with it. Because um, normally they keep those separate, but maybe they just figured as long as the the um, trailer was toned down enough that it wouldn't be an issue but that is true um one of the other trailers that popped up was uh, of course well we're not talking about deadpool Deadpool is on another podcast called the long box cast boom um (laughs) what we were talking another trailer that came up was the boy the the boy which is funny so i've been seeing bits and pieces of it you were really raving about it you're like i want to see this movie i want to see this movie then i saw this trailer and i'm like i want to see this movie and you were like nope no (laughs) i was like i'm out about no actually i said i don't know if i'm gonna want to see this movie now because it was okay my two things that scare the shit out of me two of the things that scare the shit out of me are dolls especially ventriloquist dolls and porcelain dolls we actually have three things that scare the shit out of you i said two of the things that scare the shit out of me and little children in horror movies they scare the living daylights out of me because they are so creepy because they see it's like i said to you before like i said to you before like yesterday whenever we were talking about it i said it's really really creepy whenever they have stop it (laughs) he's doing this creepy like possessed eyes thing and i'm gonna throw something at your face I'm gonna throw something at your face. Stop it. You want to play hopscotch with us, Anna? Can I finish my rant, please? No. I, I just I, like okay. children and horror movies because it's like, especially like porcelain dolls and children. Both of them, it's taking this really sweet, really innocent thing and just twisting it and perverting it and twisting the your entire perception of it back on itself, and it's just ugh. I hate. I, I know you were all like and Steve, nursery rhymes. Steve, can I finish? Can I finish <clears throat> my thing and everything? Can I finish? I have to tell you, I've been getting a lot of um, you know, uh, direct messages from people, um, from Facebook and stuff like that. They just DM me, you know, all the time. They're like, Steve, we really like it when you just fuck with Anna on the show entirely. Keep it up. So we do have people who write in. Really? What yeah. are their names? Uh, there was Jimmy Jim. You are such a liar. <laughs> and Bilbo Baggins. You know, if you said Matthew, I might have believed you. No, but... Matthew. Matthew doesn't. Matthew doesn't fuck around with that shit because I made the joke with uh, something uh, with the popcorn the one time we saw, I think, Poltergeist, the remake. Oh, yeah. And I made the joke of, like, knocking the popcorn out of your hand. Matthew's like, not cool. Not cool. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, kind of thing. Well, because partially because it's popcorn and also partially because it's clowns and he hates clowns just like I do. I know, which is so, okay. I, I do want to put, okay, I'll put it this way. No. No, no, no. If we can get to 100 likes... I will watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, I was going to put more behind that, so let me finish it before you just jump the gun there, honey. I knew where you were going with it. I was going to say, yes, can we get to 100 likes, and then people can... And then what I would like to do is everyone post the most scary clown pictures on that post on our Facebook page, and how many of those we can get, and then we'll watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. The winner will get a prize. Okay, but you're going through the pictures because I don't want to have to deal with that shit. Well, no, because we got to get a new rating for you, which is going to be one of these scary clowns for your new rating system right now. Well, 
We already have the clown from the clowns from Poltergeist, and we have the clowns from Krampus so far. So far, your top one is the clown from Krampus, Krampus. is the creepiest one. So, right. if anybody went out there and saw Krampus and knows the Jack in the Box clown that we were talking about, if you know a more scary clown, uh, and what I mean by scary clown, because I don't want you just to find like a creepy clown picture or anything, like that. I'm talking about find one from a horror film. Find Zombie Land does count because that clown was really freaky. Uh, but we'll go through and stuff like that, and what I'll have to do is i'll have to show anna pictures i actually what i will do is i'll pick out the top five top 10 pictures and when i show them to anna when anna goes go we're not gonna air this we'll just do this well maybe 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 we should record it and post it on youtube i was just about to think that maybe we should do that (laughs) if we get anna's reaction then when everyone goes this is the one that she's most scared of whoever picked that picture will win something so uh so get us to 100 likes We'll do this contest, and there we go. See, this is how you. And then I have people. to watch Killer Clowns from. Oh, it's space. not that bad. It's so great, though. What are you gonna do? Knock my block off? And he knocks the guy's head off. It's great. It's so bad. It's good. No. Anyways, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to this. So people, just keep it at 99 likes on the page, and I'll be no, happy. No, we gotta get to 100. I'll. You know what? I'll be happy with 86. No, I'll be happy with 100 and then keep building our number. Okay, this is how we get more <laughs> listeners. Okay, this is how fine. we bring stuff. Fine, fine. This is how we bring stuff. Whenever okay, we get up to, to 200 likes, then I'll watch another clown movie. Again, you do not know how to not sell. you got to wait. You want to get us to 100 likes first and then see where No, I'm there. trying to get people to get more people to like the page because, no, because the, sooner we get, get, the sooner we get to 100 likes, I'll have to watch a clown movie. And then the sooner that we no, get no, no, to 200, no, no. See, I'll have I, to watch a second one. I don't want to do another clown movie after that. Then I have to find a more fucked up doll movie for you to watch. Oh, yeah, hell no. And we have to find hell Creepy Child. No. And we get the th- see how I, I can, build this? I can think of several. What is the f- one called? Like Dead Silence or something? That's actually not cool. that. Uh, that's actually. Well, you probably get freaked out. Me, I thought it was kind of like it was a good idea concept, but I don't think it was really well delivered. Okay. Well, um, well actually, maybe we'll throw uh, the original Twilight Zones into the mix because those have some creepy ones in there. And I know there's one with a mannequin one that I watched when I was little, and I think that's probably like, the reason why I am so creeped out from like dolls and mannequins. Is now. it like the movie Mannequin where it's like we can be no thankfully it's not that bad okay um Um, but yeah so (laughs) just make me think of that family family guy guy, just like (laughs) from the ring yeah um okay so we don't really have too much eerie news of the week but ooh. so this just popped into my head i apologize but you're fine random fact that i learned today whenever i was researching the uh what is it uh okoki okoki gara I think that's how you say it. Yes, Yes. Forest. Whenever I was researching it, I actually found something that was talking about how the little girl in the ring is actually based off of descriptions that people have in Japan of little of like evil spirits. Well, I was like, that's interesting. Well, because the original movie, The Ring, was actually a Japanese horror film before it became mm-hmm. the American version of The Ring, such as you know the. Um, well, yeah, but I didn't realize that it was that factual with all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I didn't realize it was that factual with the appearance of her. Like that's actually like how some Japanese spirits have been described before. Actually, before we jump into that, I did find a I found this website because mm-hmm. I've been trying to find eerie news, and they did have some updates stuff, but none none of these stories really caught my eyes until this one. I saw that was actually posted on September 23rd, uh, 2015, uh, is how uh, how to talk how to talk 
how to talk tan. Oh, I think it's how to. Wow, they really. Oh, that's why it's screwed up because they instead of having a, an O, they put a symbol in there for the O, so it looks like it's supposed to be one word. Oh. But what they're trying to say is how to talk to an alien. Oh. Why don't we speak to extraterrestrials? I'm just like, <laughs> really? And it's like, I, I, I this is on www.paranormalnews.com. I talk to, I mean, people talk to extraterrestrials all the time. I mean, hell, I watched Superman earlier. He's an like, extraterrestrial. But it's all like, late one night, you are walking home from someplace. You wa- someplace? You can't, okay. You walk down a lonely street lit by only an occasional street light. There are dark trees. On either side of the road, and the moon is mostly obscured, but low clouds. All of a sudden, you seem you seem to see several bright white lights ahead. They look vaguely like out oncoming traffic headlights, but there are they seem but they seem too. Br- this guy really needs to have to spell check. <laughs> they seem too bright. No, no. Look, I'm not the best reader, and I know that and stuff like that. But this guy really needs to check his fucking grammar. Um. Yeah, uh, approaches and suddenly you realize they are not the headlights at all exclamation point rather they seem to belong to some sort of flying vehicle or craft which is hovering above the treetops as the near as they near the road alarm bells go off in your mind this entire situation seems unreal almost nonsense nonsense so i can't even pronounce that word nonsensequential nonsequential thank you See, I reset. See, at least I admitted I'm a horrible reader. Um, what well, is this maybe thing? if the idiot knew how to spell or knew how to use spell check and he wasn't trying to sound cool and use huge words, and it wouldn't be such an issue. So what is this thing you wonder? Your brain becomes paralyzed and simultaneously waves of fear and curiosity. There's, I mean, there's probably more, but that's just like the gist of it. But um, don't you just... I, Honestly, I don't think we've ever tried to attempt to talk to extraterrestrials because whether or not anybody has run into them. But do you do we even know if they speak our language? Probably not. I mean, if you think about it, everyone's always talked about. I the mean, par- unless you're Thor. Well, I'll put it this way: everyone used to think that the you know the uh, the Egyptians they were visited by aliens and stuff like that. Do you ever think that maybe they couldn't speak the same tongue and that's how we got hieroglyphics because it was just easier to draw the pictures out? <laughs> that's actually a pretty smart uh, idea there. Oh, it's just something I assumption. I figure I to just tease upon that little bit or whatnot, you know, acknowledge because um actually speaking of extraterrestrials and stuff like that, X Files is going to be coming back. Uh, I don't know if they're bringing bringing it back. I know it's like a six episode like mini series kind of thing, and I'm wondering if this is how they're going to be like, hey, this did really well, we want it back. Um, kind of thing. Anna and I talked about we're probably going to watch it. We're going to probably try to start talking about some sci-fi shows, like different, like, you know, like horror, American Horror Story episodes and things like that. I try to keep people current. But I brought that up before we dive into um, the whole, you know, the forest. And also, once they have that new Lucifer show, I kind of want to watch that where it's Satan in Vegas or some ridiculous shit. I just want to watch it because it sounds so ridiculous that I want to see how bad it is. But I mentioned extraterrestrials and all that kind of stuff because my loot crate this month is actually going to be all like extraterrestrial stuff. So when I get that, probably next week, I'll probably um, put a picture of it on the the arcade – or not the arcade, bros. I have way too many podcasts. None of them be horrorcasts, and then probably I'll talk about the item that came in with the show so but yeah we're hopefully going to touch upon like we said we're trying to adapt the show make it you know whatever not and things like that but i think uh actually before we get into the eerie news we should probably just talk about the horror movie news that you found this week because i figure it'll just be easier to transition from we're talking about this back into that movie that we actually saw and stuff like that so 
So we'll probably bring up the, uh, this is from Shock to Your Drop. So apparently there's going to be another Frankenstein film that we just got one. That's due out in February. It's actually going to be directed by the Candyman director. He directed it and wrote it. His name is Bernard Rose. And it does have Trinity from The Matrix. And it has Danny Houston from 30 Days a Night. Okay. Okay. So, That's another movie that I thought was a. I I gotta revisit that movie. Thirty Days a Night was a really good vampire movie. Um, yeah, it actually it's based was off, pretty decent. It's based off of uh, you know, a comic. So. And I think the creepiest thing about Thirty Days a Night is that it's based in Alaska, which is well, yeah, like, it's such a great concept. Where uh, it's yeah. Like they have thirty literally days of night, and these vampires can just go on this feeding frenzy. Kind yeah. Of thing. So basically, like, it's definitely not a movie you'd want to watch if you live in Alaska, and it's like nearing the dark time of the year. <laughs> it's, it really did freak me out when I first watched it. I was like, "What the fuck?" So. Um, I mean, but yeah, so this one, uh, so what is this one? So I didn't it looks forget like, about that movie. That one is a good vampire movie. I know, we went off on the subject of this. So, okay, so this Frankenstein movie. Uh, it looks like it's, I watched the trailer for it, because they do have the trailer on the Shock Till You Drop website. So does it look like it takes place in modern times? Yes, it does. Okay. So it looks like it's sort of like this whole thing about, it looks like it takes the original story, mm. which I thought was very interesting, because it even has like the little girl on the like playing in the water and whatever and that she and she befriends Frankenstein's monster um but is this like is this just like the rated R version of uh Twilight with the Frankenstein No 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 that was actually uh, say it. No no that was actually Fire in bad. the that was in the the book Frankenstein's monsters there's this part where he's like playing with a little girl No I know he, that but yeah, it's it's literally like it's it's looks like it's taking a lot from the original from the book. book. Okay. So that's why I'm really interested to see well, how no, they combine like the modern and the old okay. time. Well, this is all I'm saying. Like, if you don't watch, I haven't watched the trailer. Mm -hmm. If you only look at the pictures that on track to your drop, it looks like he's like I'm a monster, and she's like, but I love you anyway. These are just the pictures I'm going off of. Actually, I think that might be the case with the whole Trinity character. Like, and then you scroll down, and then shows him like in a hoodie, like in the woods, like, <sighs> and you're like, yeah. that's what they just. <laughs> going off of these pictures it literally goes like oh they're fucking trying to make a frankenstein movie like fucking twilight so my face <laughs> was like no, I, mean, I think they tried to and then she's like <laughs> fire fire bad ah! fire bad you don't remember oh you never saw that did you ever see the original frankenstein with bell uh with boris karloff no. Did you see, okay, Young Frankenstein, the whole joke with the fire and stuff like that? Yeah. yeah well, I know that he's afraid oh, yeah. of fire and all that, that shit. That, yeah. 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 Well, the, um. the two people who listens to this, so the one person <laughs> besides me who listens to this will find that hilarious. No, who am I kidding? I'm going to find it hilarious when I listen to it again. I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm like that's Steve Mooney character. He's funny. He's so, he's such a card. Um, No, but... Okay, no, I'll, I'll I've never it. seen the original the only problem, movie. Sorry. The, no, no, you're fine with that. Actually, I think it if it's not on Netflix anymore, it might still be. But I will say this. The only problem I'm having with these movies getting released this early in the year is the studios do this with most movies. I would say 90% of movies if they don't think they're going to do well during the spring and summer season. Yeah, it looks like it might be an indie type movie. So, but so. yeah, I'll go ahead. And, I mean, I like uh, so Tony Todd, the director of Candyman and stuff like that, and also you got Danny Houston for Thirty Days of Night, you know, joining. Which actually, I will say, uh, the Candyman movie was actually a very original idea for a horror movie. Like, I don't I mean, I don't understand what Candyman has to do with bees, but it was still all the sugar. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Why are you on this? Po- I need a new host. Casting call for brand new hot Fuck female. Fuck you. Co-host. Okay, just because I didn't know about I I never like it may, never made the connection in my head because bees sugar. Anyways, I hate you. Um. <laughs> oh, why? Because I because I was just like. Because you're kind of being a dick and you're making weird faces. Because everyone no, likes but, it when I'm a dick on the podcast. Anyways. 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 So, like... No, but I'll be interested to see this. Oh, yeah. I remember what I was saying. But, yeah, Candyman was a very interesting and original plot. And I think we should actually watch that because I haven't seen it in a while. Uh, Yeah, I don't... I know the second one is on Hulu right now. So, But then again, we are... We are going to try to see also more new movies when they come out and whatnot. So yes. um, so I guess we'll jump into the eerie news of the week, which isn't really eerie news of the week. I think it's a blog you found uh, Correct. talking about the Okanagaragala. Yes, perfect. The Okagi. Aoki Gahara. The Okagi Forest. Which is so weird that I watch a lot of anime and I'm actually huge. I love Japanese stuff and I want I want to. Funny part is I want to go to Japan uh, before I saw this movie and now I'm like I gotta go to Japan uh, like big time. So I really gotta use my passes. Yeah, you really do. Well, I'm kind of iffy on the food, but other than that. <laughs> oh no! Oh dude! <laughs> sure. Um. I did think it was kind of funny, though, whenever she's like, do you have one that's dead? Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, anyways, that. So I'm this related. is a blog of the, so, as it's also known as the Suicide Forest. Now, the question I have for this now, I don't know if you were able to do any backstory checking on this stuff. I know we got a little bit of a weird history in the movie, but I don't know how true that is. But why did it become the Suicide Forest? I know in the spoilers, I don't know if this is really spoiling, but they did talk about like back in the olden days, they they wouldn't be able to either afford health care or save the the they elderly. They didn't have enough food. Whenever yeah, there were food. times of famine, they didn't have enough food for the elderly. They, they would take their elderly and decrepit into the woods to die. I got mixed reviews on that. For the most part, I think that is factual. But whenever it really got like kind of romanticized, I guess, was there was a book that was written in the 60s where somebody wrote it where it was a Japanese book. And in the end, the like the hero and the heroine ended up going into the forest and committing suicide together ah. and that's whenever it actually sort of got publicized as like the suicide forest and it's just kind of gone up since then yeah and i know i was reading some stuff on it i think they said back in 2008 it might have been it might have been 2008 or 2009 they said there was like 105 people who went into the forest to kill themselves throughout the year now i know the numbers have been like fluctuating and stuff like that well i know that they said in 2000 there was one year that they said where 105 people attempted and 57 actually were actually did commit suicide. There was one that I found where they think it's probably closer to about 200 a year that okay. commit suicide. It's just like because we watched a um, like kind of a 20 yes. minute documentary earlier today, and he came across like there's a part in the documentary where they come across a skeleton, and the guy says, "Well, it looks like that's been here about one or two years." Yes. So I think a lot of the times, like people just don't get discovered either because they like their bodies just get carried off by wild animals, which I find very hard to believe since, like, I don't know if there's any animals in that forest. 
Um, yeah, and actually, I know it's what's so weird about this forest, like why it became this weird, like you know, almost like kind of like people say it's haunted or it has spiritual, you know, to it and everything. That is the fact that it's like it's like it's next to Mount Fuji, and like they always call it, they always call it like a, it's almost like the a great ocean. It's yeah, like they the, call it a sea of trees because if you look down on it from Mount Fuji, it looks like there's just like an ocean of green beneath. Yeah, because I guess the original story was when the Mount Fuji erupted, uh, trees just grew over the lava once the it cooled and everything ash, that, and it yeah. just kind of made this cool. Like now the place looks very like everyone says it looks very beautiful and stuff like that. But I was just trying to figure out like how because I know Japan really does not like to promote it as the suicide forest. They actually try to they actually have uh, like what we saw we have signs that come up saying like hey think about your family think about your friends think about your parents you know parents bestowing life upon you is a gift um and they had phone numbers for suicide hotlines and actually i was reading they said they also have like i was reading in a couple other blogs they said that there's actually like pay phones out there that you that uh you can call the uh like the suicide hotlines for free so they have all these outlets and also i also forgot about this another reason why the suicide forest is such a big issue is because there was a book that was written and I can't remember the name of it right now. Um, but basically it was a Japanese book that was written. That's basically like ways to commit suicide Mm. and it's a real book and it really describes it. And it goes into detail about how you can commit suicide and basically like, um, and it said to go to the Aoki Gahara forest because if you go in there, you can hang yourself from one of the trees, and the chances that your body will actually be found is very slim. Uh, so I was like, that's really dark. And actually, whenever he has, he's talking about like the suicide handbook. Yeah. I think that's from like one of the excerpts from the actual book. I think of like ways to commit suicide or whatever it's called. And also, there was another piece of lore. Um, I don't know if this is true or not because I only found this on one website, but it said something about how there was a Buddhist priest that w- or a Buddhist monk that went out there at one point who decided to commit suicide by starving himself to death so he could purify himself. Yeah. So I, no, and I totally get that. So I, I just think this is like a, such a fascinating, fascinating, um, like you know, like uh, you know, concept in Japan and stuff like that. Because I mean, they are very big on uh, superstitious. Uh, superstitions um, they're very you know well you know they're, they're like never disrespect the dead you know they're very like sp- Japanese people are very spiritual when it comes to this kind of stuff and even there was a thing like with uh, oh, what was it there was these things that I found out about like at, at a funeral or whatnot never leave your like thumbs hanging out of your pocket in Japan or something like that because it, it's like a, either a sign of disrespect or it means that spirits will uh, take it. I, for, I have to find some of the stuff, but yeah, there's all these kind of cool yeah, weird things. Yeah, they have a lot of superstitions in Japan, which I think is really cool and it, they have like a lot of respect for the dead. Yeah, so um, and even that's actually one thing you found. Yeah, that uh, brings me to my next point okay. is uh, I was actually going to mention and you apparently had the same thought as me. So whenever they find the bodies, whenever the, because they have like 50 something volunteers that walk the forest every day like 365 days a year maybe not every day but they have some they have 24 7 watch mm-hmm. out there and they have people that walk out there every day to find the bodies and whenever they find the bodies they bring the bodies in and they put them in a morgue and then one person has to spend the night in the morgue with the body to make sure just out of respect for the dead because they believe that whenever the dead are people or whenever 
the bodies are put to rest, if they don't have someone spending the night with them in that bedroom, then the spirits will start screaming and they'll start walking around trying to find company. So one person has to spend the night in there with them. So and they play rock, paper, scissors to decide who has to do it. Uh, which is funny because they actually had uh, – there's a little part in the movie kind of like that where they oh, had yeah. the guy with the headphones on basically yeah. kind of like – you know, maybe that's like his way of like, okay, I have to spend the night down here. I'm going to probably kind of zone everything out, uh, you know, not having to deal with like these spirits at some point. And they did allude to that a little bit whenever she was like waiting down there and you heard like the spirit breathing and you saw the, the thing moving. And... Yeah, which we'll, we'll get to yeah. most of these little key points in the movie and some of that. So um, what are other things that you found out about a little bit of this backstory? Because I know you did more research. Than I, then again, it's like we just saw the movie last night, went to work today, and you're like... <laughs> Uh, no one from work hopefully listens to this, but uh, no, I did get some work done. But no, no, I know that. But, but you literally eat, like hit me up like oh, I just been researching this. I'm like <laughs> been here for an hour, um, <laughs> kind of thing. Well, I mean, yes, I was able to get a lot of work done, but I mean, in my I tried to like I was trying to read up on it as much as I could, yeah. which not be like distracted by it too much, but because which is really hard because it's a very very interesting forest. Um, and there's some stories. I wasn't able to find any supernatural stories per se. Yeah, but... like the only thing I found, I didn't watch the videos because I didn't want to have that. Because this is the problem I have with a lot of the YouTube videos nowadays. Some of that. Most of the stuff is you can CGI it, you can fix it, you can do all the stuff in editing posts and stuff. So none of this stuff could actually look pretty much real and everything like that. So the for some strange reason I couldn't find any articles on supernatural talking or anything that were pictures or whatnot. But I did find a shit ton of like haunting in the forest on my on my camera phone. I'm like, yeah. Sure Sure you did, kind of thing. So well, this is an interesting theory, and normally I don't like. I try to be rational and think of like try to think of like ways that it could be, you know, something just because of like something, you know, like not necessarily supernatural, but there yeah. could be like something else like natural causing it. So I mean, obviously I'm open to supernatural stuff, but when I was researching it, and they did talk about this in the movie, which it is true, because it's. Um, Mount Fuji is a volcano, mm -hmm. and it was lava. There's a lot of copper, or there's a lot of iron deposits in the soil. So they say that, like, um, authority, Japan, Japanese authorities say that this isn't true, but, I mean, since there's so many stories of it happening, I assume that it probably is true to some extent. Mm -hmm. Like, there's stories of, like, people's phones malfunctioning because of the, the iron deposits. There's stories of, like, GPS is going screwy, like, compass is not working correctly, and um and actually on this blog that I found the name of it is uh it's on endofthegame.net <clears throat> and uh it's just called my journey into Aokigahara Jikai or the suicide forest um and it talks like he's got pictures on here that he took while they were in the forest and there's some really weird pictures um where there's like weird orbs and stuff like that in the pictures and or like there's one of them where there's like a mist around him and then whenever he took a picture of his friend in the exact same spot then there's not but you know whenever there's pictures of him like there's a there's this mist around him and he's got like glowing eyes um which i don't know the angle was slightly different so i don't know if his friend was standing in different or like if he was standing in a different spot whenever he took a picture of his friend but i figured that might be like why pictures don't turn out so well is because of the like magnetic interference from the iron and so a lot of it and also i was reading another one where this woman was talking about whenever she went through the walk 
Like, and that's another thing that really creeped me out, and that's that really creeps people out. And that's one thing that I noticed in the documentary that we watched as well. Mm-hmm. Um, as we watched this 20-minute documentary, and whenever there's not music going on, and it's just the guy talking, all you can hear is his footsteps. Everything else is completely silent. Yes. And like, there's no wind because the the trees are so close together and it, like the atmosphere is so thick and so like condensed, like there's no wind, there's no sound, there's no animals, there's like really only insects and you, and that's it. So, which would actually kind of make sense why so many people go there to c- contemplate suicide because it's a quiet spot. Like it's literally just you alone with your thoughts and that's it. So, which is so weird that that's what I'm saying. That it's so weird that it goes into like instead of suicide, to me it'd be like a. I'm surprised it didn't become like a place where people would just go to meditate like, and just kind of like nature and, and, and yeah. just be like, okay, you know, just kind of clear your head, get out of the city for a bit, you know, just kind of go to this forest and relax. But it's like it's I, you know, that's why it's so weird that it's it's more contemplated with death and stuff. And that's why like I am really intrigued by if there are spirits in there and stuff like because I mean yeah, if you're if you're walking through the place, you're going through stuff and things like that, and then all of a sudden boom, you just see a body hanging there you know because like they said most of the time yeah people have they there's so many bodies they probably still haven't found you know uh such as that you know and i would say the documentary is probably not that old because i mean when they were showing uh stuff that they had available like they had like a camera you know set up and stuff like that so i mean it's not like a super super old you know i mean that the and the camera looked pretty you know new high definition so it had to yeah. be within the last couple of years you know maybe I three say it was probably made in like 2014 but i don't know you know at least 13 to 14 you know like 2013 to 14 like not that many yeah. years like it had i would say at the most three years by now uh, that little documentary was made. But yeah, you can find... Actually, if you want to give a shout-out to that documentary, if you want to look at it at YouTube, uh, what is it called? Just uh, just type in Aoki Gahara. I can spell it out for you guys. It's A-O-K... Oh, hang on. I-G-A-R-A... So it's A-O-K-I-G-A-H-A-R-A. So literally just sounded out. Aoki Gahara. Aoki Gahara. Or you can type in suicide force and it'll probably come out. Um, um, but I will want to say this. So yeah, this one, the end of game dot net, um, uh, is a website. Uh, if you are interested in some of that, because I am scrolling through, he has a lot of pictures. He has a lot of description. He even has some video diaries. He actually did as well. Yeah, um, his which friend I think is did good. a couple like video entries. I mean, he his friend basically kind of did his own little exploration of the suicide force and then left a little early. So it was just this guy who's writing the blog and his other friend. Um, and also on page seven, he's got other blogs of people that have been to the suicide forest. If you're interested in that as well. So I think it's a really well put together. It's very, it's, I wouldn't say like, it's, it's a very simple web page for what it, what you need it to be. And everything's right there. So I'm not going to say like, Oh, this thing sucks or whatnot, but it looks like he did this back in 2012. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so good, you know, kind of cool for you and stuff like that. So I kind of like this, but actually, you know, this is a place not, and it's not like so much that I want to visit because, uh, like, don't get me wrong. we Ann and I did talk about we're going to try to go on trips and stuff like that to look at, like, some of these supernatural things and then report back to you guys and do maybe do a podcast, you know, maybe see if we can sit down with people. Like, I'll try to bring some of the small equipment so if we do go traveling because I know, like we said, we want to go check out the Robert the Doll exhibits. Um, this is something I would like to see. And not necessarily just because it's um, – 
a you know oh supernatural kind of thing it's some place that it's like like i said i want to travel more this year and that just seems to me just like a really kind of cool place to see and stuff like that and yeah if something happens something happens kind of stuff so and i just found the pictures that i was talking to you about okay, so they're so standing me, in the same place so they're standing yeah pretty much in the same place yeah i can see what you're saying like one's in a different angle or whatnot so yeah there's a weird kind of spirit mist thing and the guy stands in it and then there's kind of nothing. So I mean, like right off the bat, he'd be like, "Oh, maybe it's the maybe yeah, it's a, it could be it could like be the camera, or it could yeah. be you know maybe there's some weird mist thing." The cool thing I know I I I but heard, the thing with the whole mist thing though is I don't understand why it would be in one picture not the other. That's why I came up with maybe it's magnetic interference. But even if that's the case, I don't know if it would be that extreme and especially like affecting like his eyes are glowing in one picture and his friends are not. So mean, or like, maybe the one guy just doesn't know how to take pictures. <laughs> it's possible. Um, but, but I mean, yeah, I mean but there are there are those what they said like in the movie, and when I did read about some of the stuff, it did say something about like ice caves, you know. Yes, throughout there the, are ice caves as well throughout the uh, you know um, the the forest and stuff like that. So um, yeah, there there uh, the ice caves are beneath the forest. So. so I thought that was kind of interesting. So um, I know, like we said, we don't want to like be a huge spoiler. We'll probably touch on some key points of that. But if there's before we jump into this movie review of what we thought of the forest, uh, is there anything else you would like to add about what you learned about uh, this? Um, I will say one thing that I thought was very interesting that they talked about in the documentary is the guy at the very probably at the very end of it he says something about. Uh, basically he said like they came across like a little like shrine type of thing that this family had uh, like family and friends of somebody had created to somebody who killed himself in the suicide forest and he basically said you like no one dies alone he's like you may think that you're alone but you're not you always have someone around you and he's like I feel like he basically said I feel like society as a whole should well I'm paraphrasing massively mm -hmm. but what I got from it was the point he was trying to make is society as a whole needs to stop focusing on like or maybe just put the electronics down every once in a while and like have like an actual face to face conversation, you know, kind of be physically there for somebody. Because, I mean, I know they've also found out in psychology and psychiatry and all this kind of stuff that. Even like physical contact, even if it's a hug or a handshake or whatever, just goes a really, really long way. So a lot of times people feel disconnected and they feel like cut off from society and from everything else because they don't have anyone to talk to or they don't think they have anyone to talk to and they feel isolated and they feel alone. And so I thought that was a really awesome point that he brought up that basically no one's alone and like you really should be like reaching out to people that you know if they're giving you the signs of being isolated and alone, let them know that they're not alone. Like, you're not going to die alone. You always have somebody around. And I thought that that was, like, a really, really powerful message that, like, you're not, <laughs> even if you think you're alone, you're not. Like, there's still, like, somebody out there for you that you can talk to or, you know, somebody that you can live for, basically. Um. Oh, well, that, no, I mean, that's... That's what I liked about the documentary. Like, he was trying to, like, also look at it like, you know, there is help. I mean, in fact, there's a part in the documentary where he sees a tent. He starts talking to somebody. He even kind of comes back saying, like, this guy doesn't look like someone who hikes, you know, much often or is probably into in nature. So he kind of tried to make sure, like, hey, you know, you're... You know. Yeah, and he even said, you know, I'm part of suicide prevention. And he's like, I hope you have a good day. Make positive choices. And he was, like, trying. And yeah. actually, even in that five-minute conversation, like, you can hear a difference in the guy in the tense voice. Like, he sounds more hopeful. He sounds more, like, 
happy and relaxed and like like even just that one conversation may have given him like something to live for so yeah so um this is one thing i want to touch upon before we jump into the movie the forest which i actually thought was actually kind of now reading this i feel like they did a pretty good job at filming this so as filming in the orca Okigara Forest is not permitted by the government. The filmmakers uh, chose a forest near the uh, Tara Mountains in Siberia to double as the Japanese forest in which the film was set. Poor weather plagued the production in Siberia, and many scenes were actually shot in a former warehouse. Really? So to put a lot of that stuff what it looked like because honestly it to me it almost looked like the forest it looked a lot like the forest they did you know, a really they good, did a pretty good job, job i was actually so. wondering about that. that's what i was sure too so I, I just scrolled down on wikipedia and it had that little uh bit of tidbit but of course uh before we jump into um the oh yeah well usually we jump into the movie so uh, what i'm going to do is i'm going to give you the little synopsis and then Anna will tell you what she liked about the movie. I'll tell you what I liked about the movie. We'll tell you what we didn't like about the movie as usual. Then we'll tell you what everyone else gave the movie and how what we feel the movie should get. So this is from IMDb. Their little uh, synopsis of the movie is a woman goes into, Jap- goes into Japan's suicide force to find her twin sister and confronts supernatural terror. This was directed by Jason Zeta um, and also um, Natalie Dormer, who is uh, the girl on Game of Thrones, which she plays a redhead on Game of Thrones, and she is hot. Um, She plays – oh, shit. I had her name last night, and I just totally forgot it. Give me a second. It's not Cersei. It's – No, it's the one that marries Joffrey. Yeah. Spoilers. I swear it's the one name – does her name begin with an M? Uh, actually, let's do the easy thing. Yeah, because you have IMDb pulled up. You can literally just click on her name. Oh, wow. She was born on February 11, 1982, right in my wheelhouse. Sweet. Um, Damn, she's too old for me. Let's see. Game of Thrones, she plays... Um, Margray? Marguerite? Marguerite. What is it? M-A-R-G-A-E-R-Y. Marjorie. Marjorie Taylor. Tyru, Tyru, no, Tyrell. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. She's a Tyrell. And yeah, I, I didn't even know she was in the Hunger Games: Mockingjay Part Two. Um, I haven't apparently, seen she's that. been in Elementary. I haven't seen that. So she was also, ooh, she voiced herself, or not? She voiced the characters she plays in Game of Thrones in the Game of Thrones Tall Tale video games. Ooh. So, uh, but yeah. So, um, without further ado. Let's drop a little bit of this uh, film. So, uh, of course, the film just came. We know the film's been out since early January. It came out January 8th. Um, if you have not seen the movie and you don't want to listen anymore, this is a spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. We're not going to give so much away, but we will probably talk about stuff. And I don't We're not giving have. away the ending, though, because the ending was a huge twist. Yeah, the ending was a huge twist, but I will talk to you off air that I read about on the about the ending that I was like, oh, OK, that's I didn't. I didn't really even got that from the ending, so. But um, okay. Yeah, it's just you might have gotten it. I didn't think so. I think there was just something they did at the end. But anyways, so like we said, spoilers now because we will probably reveal a couple of things, twists and turns and stuff like that. But we won't give away the ending. Uh, but I will say spoilers again. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. You <laughs> have been warned. Uh, if you don't want to know anything more, stop right now. Okay. Okay. Very good. So Anna. Yes. Uh, let's. I'm going to try this. Okay. When you first saw the trailer to the forest, were you mm-hmm. like, I want to see this art? Eh, not really. Um, when I first saw the trailer, well, actually, I had, I was researching a couple, like, maybe a year ago, maybe less than that. I was researching, like, 
um, top haunted places in the world and Suicide Forest actually came up. So uh, whenever I saw that, whenever I saw that they were making a movie about the forest, I was actually interested to see it because I was like, well, I wonder, like, I literally went, I wonder how much they're going to screw up because normally in a horror movie, that's what happens. They actually did a really good job of covering, like, everything and being pretty accurate, especially with, I thought they did a really good job showing, like, how dark it, like, that forest actually is and how, how powerful it can be to stop somebody from committing suicide and how big of a decision it is. So they did a very good job on that, but... Yeah, and of course, threw in the supernatural aspect, which was very interesting. Yeah, it was actually kind of cool. Like after watching the documentary, uh, you read the stuff about, um, like they talked about. There's a parts in the movie where they talk about um, people will have rope, and they will, if they're unsure about if they want to commit suicide or not, they'll actually take the rope and uh, guide themselves into the forest a little bit or whatnot until a certain point, and either the rope will, uh, you know, just kind of die out, and if you keep following that rope, you'll find the body, according to the. Um, a documentary or sometimes people will use it to get their way they basically go you know what i don't want to do this this is and a, they'll use it to find their way, use back it to find out. way out because it is like he has said um it is very difficult to find your if you really don't and like i don't think that guy, like that guy probably knows the forest but he probably doesn't know the entire forest oh yeah i'm a sure huge he does thing of land yeah, it's but, a massive forest but i'm pretty sure like most of the people like that's what they even said like usually you can go to those areas of the forest with a guide and stuff like that which they do touch upon the movie and of course they did touch upon the thing with the tent like some people go to the forest and actually sit that go there for the night and contemplate okay do i want to do this do i not want to do this kind of thing um you know so they'll kind of sit there and do all that kind of stuff so yeah when i saw this uh, trailer i thought it was very interesting i was like okay it's about you know of course a holy crap it's a 14 square mile forest that is a massive forest yeah so yeah when i did see this trailer i was like okay it looks interesting it looks kind of cool I like the twin sister kind of aspect kind of give you a reason like why would you go into the suicidal forest kind of thing um it's actually kind of funny reading the description on uh wikipedia the forest is a 2006 british american super supernatural horror film so huh um, but yeah, so, uh, we'll go into like a little bit of stuff. So like we said, that, that's when I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, jumping into the movie, it kind of gave you a lot more of stuff that I actually didn't see coming, which I'm, we're not going to spoil too much, but it does show you like about her and her sister and what happened to them as children. And yeah, that was fucked That was pretty up. intense. Can we go into that? We can, but I don't know if we want to. Cause that, it's pretty close to the beginning of the movie and I really want to talk about it. So... I just thought, well, really all I'm going to say is I just thought it was really interesting that whenever she's talking to the guy that she meets that ends up helping her, like, find a guy to go into the forest, um, like, she tells him, and I thought that the the way that they shot it, or, like, showed it in the movie was very interesting as well, because normally, like, because I was thinking about it, I was like, well, is there a different way that they could do it, like, and I was thinking about it, like, maybe they could have showed, like, like she could have told them told them about it and then later showed on showed what really happened or like vice versa like showed like what had happened at the beginning and then showed like what and then showed her like telling the story like later on in the movie but then I was like that wouldn't really make sense because then you'd be questioning like whether or not it actually happened or like which one's true and which one's not yeah and so I thought it was very interesting like she basically said so spoilers um she basically said oh my parents were killed in a drunk driving accident they pulled into the our, my grandma was babysitting she, the, my parents pulled into the driveway and there was a drunk driver that came out of nowhere and hit them and while she's describing this it's showing um 
like her and her sister and her grandma sitting on the ta- sitting on the couch watching TV and you can hear like voices like in the other room basically and all of a sudden you hear this really loud bang and then like a couple seconds go by and another bang and then so basically the grandma goes downstairs finds that the it was a murder suicide and Jess the twin that is stuck on the for- is trapped in the forest or trapped or dead or whatever the deal is is in the forest She's the one who sees what happened, and Sarah, the other twin, the one that's looking for her sister, didn't see anything. She just covered her eyes. Yeah, so basically, so Jess pretty much knew what happened, and then Sarah only knew what pretty much Jess told her. Now, I actually want to back up a little bit. Um, because there's a thing with her, um, basically Sarah and Jess, since they're twins, they kind of have like this bond where they kind of can feel things. Like if she gets hurt, she knows she's hurt. If she's doing this, she knows kind of like this. And that's actually been kind of known to true with uh, identical twins. Sometimes they kind of can feel and they kind of know when something's wrong with one another and stuff like that. So what was kind of interesting about this movie, it did, it does have some slow parts in it. But it's funny because, like, right when it starts off, it's like she wakes up from a dream. She had a bad dream about uh, her sister, Jess. She knows something's wrong. Uh, she's been trying to call her. Nothing's going on. Now, uh, then all of a sudden, boom, she's in Japan. You're like, oh, man, this movie's getting right off the bat. But it takes a little bit before they get into the forest and all that kind of stuff. But the one thing I do have to say, because I have to always go back and talk about this kind of stuff, is, like, I know they have to remove stuff from, you know, they always have to take people's common sense glands out and things like that. But yes, when her, when her, she has a husband, Sarah has a husband, and she's like, I got to go. Go to Japan. I gotta find my sister. But instead, the husband going like, "Okay, let me take off work. Let me go with you," kind of thing. He goes, but, "Okay, well, have fun." Yeah, he's <laughs> like, "Yeah, just have." A, and I'm just like, "I don't know about you, but I'm all like, shouldn't you? If someone's missing in another country and you just kind of know it, or something's going on, it's like, don't you think you should just go?" I'm like, "I'm pretty sure work would understand of a family emergency like that." It's I will say like, I can sort of understand from both sides because I mean, like, apparently Jess had attempted like suicide before by trying to like take a bunch of pills and OD, but at the same time, also. So, like, she's going to Japan. Your wife is going to Japan. He justified, or he kind of, like, got himself better, like, back into my good graces a little bit whenever he called her and he was like, I haven't heard from you. Uh, please, he basically said, going into the forest alone is a really bad idea. Um, and if I don't hear from you within the next 24 hours, I'm coming out there to get you. So, which he did do, but actually I think it was less than whatever. He's like, if I don't hear from you soon, I'm no, flying out there if I don't hear myself. you from tomorrow morning, I'm jumping on a plane and okay. heading over. Uh, kind of thing. So, so anyway, that justified me it a little bit, but I was still like, seriously, you should have just gone in the first place, you uh, dick. There was a thing, though, they talk about with her, like, uh, before, like, she goes to, um, I guess it's kind of like almost, I guess it's the, I, I'm not going to call it the morgue, but it's like the, like, almost a little. Yeah, she goes to a little, like, I. It's it's like right outside I of the. I think it's like a bed and breakfast or something. It's I, like right outside the, the. It's right outside the forest or whatnot, but she goes down there and she shows a picture of her sister to the woman there. She goes, oh, yeah, she's downstairs. Like, and she's like, oh, no, like, she's dead or something like that. Oh, no, she's like, she gets really excited because she's like, oh, you have my sister downstairs. And she gets, like, really happy because she thinks her sister's alive. Mm-hmm. And so then the woman's like, oh, yes, come follow me. And so she starts going downstairs. And, like, you don't really, uh, like, understand, like, the, the reasoning why she, like, kind of freaks out. But Je- or Sarah kind of, like, freaks out at the top of the stairs and looks down, like, into the basement. And she's like, what is this? And the woman goes, 
the basement and she goes you coming and so sarah kind of is like really hesitant to go downstairs but she don't realize why until later but so then she goes downstairs and then um you mentioned it a second ago where the guy is like sitting downstairs like outside like he's basically like kind of guarding this door and he's got like headphones, headphones on, on and yeah. like playing on his phone or reading a book or something yeah like i think he wanted i think i want to say he was either reading a magazine or doing a crossword puzzle but you can hear like like heavy metal music coming through kind of like drowning out some stuff and then the woman walks her into the room and she shows the body she's literally about to pull like the thing over to show the shroud off uh yeah. you know show uh, uh sarah who it is and then she goes like oh excuse me i gotta go upstairs real quick because something happens so she goes okay and then all of a sudden you can little see this thing like it's breathing uh the sheets are like doing that kind of like breath is moving you know yeah well because you hear someone go like yeah. sigh and then you see like the chest move on the corpse and you're like oh shit like because <laughs> i saw so, it i was yeah. like yeah they, they had a couple of weird kind of parts like actually right be like so yeah but she pulls off the thing it's not her but you can see the woman's just like she's either been she was hanging or like she yeah i kind of i wasn't paying attention at that point so i didn't get to see the face oh, but the was face it like was, yeah um Oh yeah, that was another thing. Like, oh, that reminds me, we had to. Oh, I screw this up. So there was back a part, to the dream. I was gonna say to the dream. There's a part where like Sarah goes down to the basement, sees the tent, opens That's it up, and it shows her little her twin sister, but as a little girl, and her face like makes. Well, because she like kind of looks at her little at her at a. Uh, jess as a little girl for a second yeah. and then jess goes like screams and her face just completely transforms and her eyes like go like sunken in and her jaw like drops like that creepy so like, yeah so there's been a couple bit. of weird Ugh. things going on with sarah in the beginning in fact actually when she was walking over to the bat bed and breakfast slash mortuary i don't even know what to call the place there was just a bunch of schoolgirls who came walking out of the forest out of nowhere yeah and they went across over to the, like the bed and breakfast thing yeah and you're like okay yeah it was um, just like what the so like we happened? said then like try to speed this up and everything like you know sarah goes to meets this guy who knows how to speak um japanese you know speaks japanese speaks english you find out he's like australian writes for like this newspaper or articles in australia and stuff yeah, like that Yeah, travel magazine uh she tells her in the story like you were saying they were at the bar how they shot it and everything like that so then she gets the thing where like she's gonna have a guide and everything like that and then of course when they meet the guy the guide right off tells her is like you should not come into the forest because you have sadness in her which they've been hearing about like apparently like he said he's all like it's all up in your mind basically like yeah, he says anything to... you see, anything you hear, or basically anything dark that you see or hear, it's not real. It's all in your head. Yeah, it's on your head. The force likes to play tricks on you and stuff like that. So, um, so let's just kind of speed this along. So, of course, uh, like we were saying, there's some things in the movies that we talked about that were in the documentary. Like they find the ribbon. The guy explains like people try to contemplate. They they, they want to find their way back out in case they decide to change their mind. There's the tents. It means like they're or so or like with some of them, like if they're devoted to like if they're going to commit suicide they've already decided sometimes they leave the ribbon so you can find the body and cut them down later yeah um but basically fast forward they find and like tense mean you're not sure so yeah. you kind of camp out and decide whether or not you're actually going to commit suicide so fast forward a couple like incident free hours later which yeah is it takes a little boring. bit for stuff i mean you're watching around there's some you know stuff but then all of a sudden you see jess's tent she comes running over. She Sarah's ripping it apart, going, "Oh, Jess is here. Jess is here." And then she's like, "Let's stay here the night." And uh, the yeah, because the guy, like, the guide was like, "We need to go. It's gonna get dark soon." He's like, "It's hard enough navigating the forest in the light time. It's go in the dark. It's impossible." And so Sarah, or Sarah's like, "I'm not leaving. My sister might come back. I'm not going anywhere." So Aiden, the guy that's helping her out, 
the the Australian, Australian guy offers to stay the night with her. So and then so they fall asleep and whatever. He offers to sleep outside the tent so that to be courteous and he sleeps by the fire. She wakes up in the middle of the night by some weird noise and Yeah, it sounds like someone's running around the tent. Yeah. That's like the noise she hears. Like she hears like this and then finally something like touches her against like she's in the tent and something brushes up against her she kind of freaks out and then when she opens it oh okay so when she opens it we got to go to pointless we totally skipped over the pointless scene of the pointless scene yeah okay so before this she even, pissed me the fuck so off. before she gets in the woods and this is why i have to talk about it now because uh she's in the hotel area thing the bed and, and breakfast the bed yeah. and breakfast it's late at night she turns on the lights none of them working one's flickering she's like looking down the hallway and you can see like this thing just it basically kind of looks like a toy that just ran into the wall and was just like walking up against the wall that's what it looked like this figure and then finally like, she gets a little closer a little closer than it does the whole freak out thing you find out it's like this old woman who's blind who like grabs her by the face like why would you yes exactly like that basically like homer when he goes yeah what does he what does he say he's like no beer and no TV. Oh yeah, make he's Homer like, no something. beer, no be- no TV. Make, make Homer, Homer something, something, something. And Marsh goes, go crazy. He goes, don't, don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, another woman grabs. It was her. a Homer moment. Yeah, it was a Homer moment. But basically, okay, so you see that you're like, okay, that was kind of like a shock factor. But guess what? Nothing else to do with it. And then. Going back to this scene is she opens the tent and there's just these three old women standing around the fire. And then one does the same thing again where she's like, ah, and comes oh, at you. I think it might be the same woman. It looks very similar to the Probably. same woman. Probably. Oh, but she's Japanese. like, ah, and then, and then, then she, she wakes, wakes up. up. And, and like, then that's when she's that's hearing bullshit. Yeah, and then she's hearing the noises and stuff like that. So she runs out to the forest, finds this Japanese girl in a schoolgirl outfit just out there. And then she's all like, follow me. She's I know like, where Jess is. She's like, don't trust him. Yeah, she's basically telling her, like, follow her. She knows where Jess is. She goes, you know who Jess is and all this kind of stuff. And then she she says, don't trust him. And we're like, oh. So, and then you hear Aiden calling for Sarah and the little Japanese girl runs off. And then Sarah, like, tries to run after the Japanese girl. Um, and ends up falling, cutting her hand open, and yeah. Aiden is like, okay, well, we need to get you back to the fire, we need to get back to the campsite before we get yeah. lost, and, like, let's put something on her hand. So he ends up binding up her hand, and then this is about... Uh, uh, common sense glance removed. Yes. Completely gone. They wake up the next morning, and Aiden goes, oh, we should go ahead and leave now, even though our guide said he would be back at noon, it's gonna be seven hours, and your hand is bleeding. Let's leave now. Bullshit. I totally call bullshit, but they left because they're dumb. And so then they get lost, of course, and then they find a river. And so Aiden goes, okay, well, we're going to follow the river. So they start following the river um, downstream. And this is a this is where I get really confused because she looks over to the ri- Sarah looks over to the river and sees a body floating in the river. And so she calls to Aiden and she says, come look at this. And he looks down and says, oh, fuck, or something like that. And then, like, starts walking away. And it looks like he's going back the way they came. Mm-hmm. And she goes, no, 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 we're supposed to go the other. Why are we going back the way we came? We just came from there. He's like, no, we're not. No, we didn't. We're following the river downstream. And you look over, and the river's reverse direction. Yeah, it was like, so it's like already you can sign to see, like, it, what I liked about this movie kind of also, like, it puts you into her perspective where it makes you, be, like, question everything now. And now you're kind of like, okay, wait a minute is like 
Am Should I going I... crazy? Is she going crazy? Is he correct? Is he not correct? Is yeah, he like... is he really messed up, or is he just an innocent guy? Is he, like, under the same delusions as she is, or is it just her, like, imagining all these delusions herself? Yeah, like... so, of course, craziness ensues. She goes running away from him at some point because she accuses him that he knew Jess, and she looks in... She grabs his phone, pulls up the phone, and then finds, like, a picture of Jess, but then he never sees the phone picture, so that's where it kind of plays off where, like, you think that, like, okay, well, maybe he's just playing like oh i didn't know your sister or something like that anyways because yeah, he admits that he lied about his brother yeah so then you're kind of like well that kind of casket doubt on him so he might be a bad guy he might not be a bad guy it might be all in her head it might actually be like something going on like really horrible but basically like i don't really want to go much farther than that because that's going to kind of like ruin the yeah so like i said so a bunch of stuff kind of pretty much happens to this woman throughout this entire trials um trying to find her sister and things like that um like i said like this is a little bit of much of a synopsis we want to get because it is a spoiler episode but we don't want to ruin stuff uh we will say this the twist uh, the ending did have a twist on it. I was kind of surprised with it, uh, which was kind of interesting. So I was like, okay, kind of cool. Um, so without further ado, before we wrap up this podcast and all its goodness, we will talk about... Um, oh, I was just going to say, in random fact, the actor who plays Aiden, the guy who's helping out Jess to try and find... Or helping out Sarah to try and find Jess... Anna only knows this because she thought the guy was hot. Um, well, that and also he was in So if you Vampire guys look Diaries. like Aiden, you have a chance at hashtag Anna movie dates. Yes. So look up the forest, look at Aiden, and if you like him, if you look like him, you might have a chance. Or if you look like pretty much anyone in the cast of Vampire Diaries, because that's where I know him from. He played a werewolf. Anyways, um, I digress. Okay. Anyway, so um, IMDb gave this a 5.3 uh, for the rating system. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, that's all I had for that one until I pull up. Um... Okay, well, actually, I was going to ask you. So my opinion was that the most pointless scene was the old lady scene in the bed and breakfast. What was, in your opinion? Yeah, your no, right? I agree with that, too. That it's, one? The, okay. it's the old woman in the scene because then, it, cause then you're thinking, like, okay, there's the old woman in the thing. Uh, nothing really happens. And then all of a sudden she has a dream about the old ladies in the forest. You're like, okay. And then you're thinking, like, okay, is there a warning here or whatnot? But yeah, like, like after did the lady just wander off into the forest to die? What the hell? But then you also look at it from this perspective. It was like the way the movie ends. Like half of the have if the any if there was any kind of warning of anything, really nothing helped her out. That was another thing that I just remembered that I read about. Apparently, a lot of um, older people go into the suicide forest to commit suicide because it is covered by Japanese life life insurance for the most part. Oh, wow. So, um, but they said that the biggest majority of people that commit suicide in the suicide forest are, uh, like, males between 40 and 50 years of age. Um, I will say this, though. So, okay, so the forest um, did not do – it did 2% less better than Ride Along 2. Damn. So, uh, but this got 11% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Which I don't – wait, what was IMDb? IMDb was 5 Point three, I think. Out of ten. Out of ten. Yeah, so like. But so the average yeah. rating of this is a four point one out of ten. Uh, which I think percentage. it was better than that. No, like I said, it's a good movie. This is a movie I would probably recommend when it comes on Netflix. Definitely mm-hmm. check it out. You could probably have an enjoyment time and stuff like that. I'm actually kind of curious if they might release an unrated version of the movie. Um, special effects in it were pretty good. Not so much CGI. If I can remember, there was a yeah, lot was of makeup, no... a lot of makeup uh, stuff on things. A lot yeah, of... and a lot of it was implied, especially with the schoolgirl. Yeah, so it was really kind of cool. Yeah, I will. 
Okay, props. Okay, props to the schoolgirl in that movie. There was a part where she was just. It was her normal face, and she was just smiling, and it was still like a creepy effing smile that she was doing at one point in this movie. So, um, Anna, what do you think the movie? What would you give the movie? And would you? I would say this. This is a new thing we're adding to it right now because I just came up with it. Would you? Uh, okay. What? What do you rate the movie? And would you recommend people seeing this in theaters? Okay, so I know we've talked about bloodiness before, so I'm going to mention that Yeah, we as well. still haven't even figured yeah. out. That well, it, Not a bloody movie at all. It's all, like, most of it's implied. It's a lot of jump scares, mm-hmm. um, and it's a lot of... Actually, I thought it had a really good mixture of jump scares and psychological. Yes. So they did a very good job on that. Um, I would probably rate it... We still not have a rating system. Maybe you guys want to write maybe it. Maybe three a and a half bloody popcorns. How about give it... Uh, how about give it three and a half um, scary Rules? trees? Well, I'm just trying to always oh. go off of what movie oh, we Oh, specifically, watched. yeah. I would say give it three out of four or three and a half uh, nooses, but I think that might be. Yeah, it's a little uh, close to um, home. Yeah. Um, maybe three and a half sleeping pills. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> um, Let's give it three. You can, Okay, you uh, got it. Okay. You were giving it three and a half. Abandoned campsites. Yes, I'm giving it three and a half tenths out of five. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, wait—is that our rating system? Is five? I thought we did ten. Is it out of ten? I don't. I thought we were okay. doing ten. Uh, man, okay, we, well, we, if we're doing it out of ten, we, then it's okay, like new rule. I need to write the rating system in the show notes. <laughs> um, All right, so if we're it's on what episode 10, right now? <laughs> <laughs> if it's out of ten, I would say it's seven tenths out of ten. Okay, if it's out of five, then it's three and a half. Out of maybe we did do. Let's just go with five. Okay, so ours is our rating system is the max. I think is five. it was five. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. So yeah, they'll say three Easy and a half tenths out of five. Okay, three and a half tenths out of five. Um, and I would say it is. I would say go ahead and go see this movie in the theaters, just because. I mean, you were nice enough to switch seats with me, so then I didn't have to l- sit oh, next to the I screaming totally little bitch. I forgot to talk about that. Okay, um, so. But I will say, like, it is worth it to see it in theaters, just unless you have little girls sitting next to you. Um, I yeah, I totally forgot about that. Before I give you my rating system, I have to talk about this. So, uh, yeah, uh, these teenager kids were in the theaters. And they were all boys, but they sounded like girls. Well, that I wasn't even gonna. <laughs> hey, who's telling the story? Um, yeah. So basically, what ends up happening? So uh, the thing is, I remember Matthew asked me this on a podcast a while ago. It was like, Steve, what really scares you? I'm like, not too much stuff. Like, I, I can sometimes get that little like jump, like, ooh, we didn't see that coming, kind of thing or whatnot. But I've never really like screamed or got really like, oh my god, like kind of thing or covered my face or all that kind of stuff because I like to kind of see what happens and stuff. No joke. And it was like probably one of the first uh, first jump scenes in the movie. Wasn't even anything major. Like it did kind of was like, oh shit, you know. Like oh that. yeah, like the tent scene? Yeah, it was basically I pulled the, the, pulled the Stan Smith where I'm like, oh! You know, like kind of, <laughs> like, oh! Uh, you know, it was kind of like that. Kind of like, oh, you know, oh, that, that was trippy or whatnot. Literally three teenage boys. Probably, I'm going to say, ranges from maybe 13 to about maybe 17 um in this i would say like right next to, to me 16 yeah yeah ah! no <laughs> joke screaming like little bitches and i'm literally like this is pg-13 guys what the fuck i didn't scream the entire time and they screamed like every jump yeah every like, time ah! they jump, like, ah! Ah! 
Uh, it was kind of annoying. So uh, I give it. I you know what I give the movie is three screaming little teenage bitches, um, <laughs> male teammate teenage bitches. I should say um, that good. Um, I don't know if I would recommend this to see in theaters. I think this is a good movie to maybe if you rent it or if it comes on Netflix and stuff like that. I mean the twist is good at the end, but it's not like it's not. Well, one of I guess twists. we did see it for free, so I didn't really feel ripped off. I, th- I think it's one of those ones where like no, I'll, I'll it's sort down. of I, in between. I, like, didn't, I didn't feel I didn't feel ripped off at all with this movie. I didn't feel like, but I, it's not a movie that'd be like like Krampus was a movie. I was like, you need to go see Krampus. I thought Krampus was great. Yeah. I thought it was. It's fantastic. not one of the ones that you absolutely have to go see, but it is a good movie to see in theaters just I mean, because you like it does get, kind of give you like that, especially because then you have to drive home, and so you kind of like especially yeah. with the grudge. Like I know my sister was like looking into her backseat the entire time, so I think it's sort of like one of those experiences. Um, um, I mean, or I can just watch it at ten o'clock at night and then go to bed and then freak out about demons coming out of her closet. Um, um, actually, I thought the the funniest part is leaving where we live is like we don't really have a forest area, so to me it was yeah. just kind of like, yeah, I don't mind. I can sleep good tonight unless they I make a movie called The Desert. Uh, <laughs> right? I think I'm okay. You're like Royal um, Phoenix. Damn yeah. it! Damn it! Uh, <laughs> that was really close to home. <laughs> The, the next movie is just literally my address. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> You're like, uh... It is the same apartment. Oh, no. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> shit. Well, the movie opens up. I'm like, this is my apartment. What did you... This is li- <laughs> And it shows you just sitting on the yeah. couch. You're like, fuck! <laughs> no, it shows me sitting on the couch, and I'm like in the theater watching myself on the couch going like, how did I not notice this at <laughs> all? You'd be like, man, I must have been roofied or something. No, man, they're they're right. Every time you're in a horror movie, your silent, your common sense glands are fucking removed. <laughs> no idea. You're just like, happening. oh, dude, get away from that, man. Man, this person totally has their sense, their common sense glands roofied, and popcorn all of a sudden your throat gets slit. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, it's like, a it's, a, it's a fun movie. Coming. It's I think it's a good way to kick off uh, the horror scene film uh, series. I mean, of course, like we said, the boys coming out this month. We also have uh, the witch. We also have um, a couple of other things are coming our way early this year i don't know if the pride and prejudice and zombies is probably not going to necessarily be a horror movie but i uh, know but it's a zombie flick so i'm all yeah. down for zombies i i'm gonna just go ahead and say i'm gonna throw the majority of zombie movies into the horror genre just because they don't really have a genre of their own to unless action maybe sci-fi no, a lot of zombie no. well actually i would like to depict and go through zombie movies i mean one of the zombie movies i'll probably watch again is also zombie land i mean that's a I that's a that great movie. movie where it's like it's zombies but it has humor it has fun it has all this kind of and stuff and it does so. have a little bit of horror mixed in with it especially so. with the, the fucking clown fuck that anyways but yeah so i mean it has all good stuff and things like that so of course this wraps up our episode of not another be horrorcast kids uh, i want to thank you all for listening and everything like that um i think next week i don't know like we said there's a couple of movies that we'll check out and stuff i know we said we will try to see the boy uh sometime before um you know like we said we're going to try to throw a lot of more new horror movies into the wheelhouse to talk about as well just so you people can be like oh okay uh but we will be going back to the classics and like we said talk about different stuff that's going on in the news horror movie news all the great stuff so uh 2006 that's the first movie we saw of new horror flicks this year so um, yes yeah 2016 well i went back in time so fuck you (laughs) um but yeah so uh, of course you can find me at w at Stephen Mooney Jr. on the Twitters. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at 
at B Horacast. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page. And again, like I said, the contest and stuff like that. And we'll- also, please, if you have any stories, if you have any feedback about what we can do better, if you just want to say hi, hit us up on notanotherbhorrorcast at gmail.com. If you have anything that I missed about the forest, please let me know because it's actually very interesting to me and I want to know like everything that I can know about that because it's a very um, interesting topic. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, that's where you can find us. Don't forget to give our Facebook page a like. Check out all the other great shows on the 4i Radio Network as well. And I guess uh, that will wrap up this week's episode. So until next time, kiddos, before we drop it like it's hot, Anna, take us away with those magical words. Carpe noctum. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Ah, snap!